guys. I'm Coyote. And I'm Iron Lynx. And this is Wildergents. And for today's topic, we're going to go over you don't know shit about pooping in the woods. Amen. So, Rhett, let me ask you this. When you go out to the woods and you want to, you know. It's you, always corn. It's corn always in there. No matter, <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> no. So, when, when you go out and everything, I think we're both under the same, you know, expectation that the most important thing you can take with you out on a camping trip is what you can leave behind is toilet paper yes toilet paper. <laughs> some some kind of butt wipe so. actually i didn't like toilet paper out in the woods no that's right you liked baby wipes right well i used the uh biodegradable backpacking wipes is what i used okay yeah. and i actually really liked those because not just because for cleaning myself after going to the bathroom but you just had like a wet nap so mm -hmm. if you wanted to keep yourself clean or something you know because you get the salt or the the dirt and the grime it was just another nice cleanliness thing to have around so oh, it was yeah. really enjoyable so yes um but i did i mean I loved you know toilet paper was great but you didn't always have that option yeah um and it's also like a lot like toilet paper gets it's not a very durable substance if you think about it in that sense yeah i mean you really gotta like we always took it out in um like plastic baggies yeah and it's still and but blocks. yeah even still i mean i like to carry both yeah everything but, you know, there's different methods to it. It's all different methods mm -hmm. and everything. I think that's kind of, you know, what we kind of want to talk about today and everything is different methods on picking and choosing what you want to take out with you, mm -hmm. picking and choosing how, you know, you, you go about the business itself and yeah. everything, and especially, like, the cleanup after process. Of oh, it. yeah, or wh where how to, like, your positioning to do it as well yeah. and everything. And I, I think this is going to be a fun topic to talk about and hilarious at that sense. Hope no one's eating at this time. Um, but <laughs> but also, it's very educational, too, at the same time. Because yeah. I think sometimes we're a little embarrassed to be, like, talking about that. And it's, like, it's something that we all do, and that's something you have to be prepared for when you go I think out it's there. something people forget about. You know, oh, everybody absolutely. thinks that, you know, I, I pack my bag, I've got, got my tar, my sleeping bag, bag. No, my fire true. kit. And then they get out there and we're like, uh-oh. Guess pine needles, maybe. Hey, I do, like, I do use pine needles. I do use pine needles. They're, they're like the uh, you know like the little old pipe cleaner things. Yeah. Kids. yeah. Those are the pipe cleaners for like. They're the pipe cleaners of the. But you can only wipe one direction outdoors. with those. That's the problem because you wipe the wrong way, it's like playing with a porcupine. A little bit. Yes. So you, but if you do it right, it's good. Yeah. And then you live with a pine saw scent when you're done. <laughs> <laughs> also, check for sap. Like get a little sticky down below. Yeah, yeah because uh, you ever seen a bullfrog, you know, ribbit? <laughs> Seal up that, you know, there it's going to do the same effect on your gut. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Okay, so let's. I guess let's start at the beginning of the process and everything. Yes. One, one of the things that, that you and I kind of advocated for and everything, and I think you're the one who actually, like, taught me to, to do it and you were telling me about doing it, is, like, before you even head out to the woods, like start getting your body on like a regular schedule. Well, the, 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 something I noticed when we worked with the kids mm -hmm. was, you know, this is an experience sometimes people have never done it before. You know, you're always used to sitting on the toilet and going to the bathroom. Mm -hmm. you know, it's like, I, I, me personally, I don't like going into a porta potty. I hate going in there, you know, because I just think it's it's not comfortable feeling for me, you know, in that sense. And um, so that's the thing is now you don't have anything to really sit on, you know, and this is something you have to try out. And it took me a while to find my comfortability to do something like that um but like the thing is you know most people it's not something they really enjoy it's not coming comfortable for them and so the experience is they hold on to it until they have 
nothing else to hold on to. And I, like I always say, until your own O-ring doesn't work anymore, you know, <laughs> yeah. like you're gonna ruin your O-ring. Um, and so they 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 stress out and they're like, I gotta go, and they're 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 running. And so now you're not looking for a good spot to go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. You're not making sure you're prepared for it and everything. And then it's a very stressful, miserable experience. And I've had kids come back with their pants around their ankle crying because they have fecal matter all over them, you know, and that's yeah. not something you want to deal or with. Or they come back missing one sock. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that's, that's the worst one. <laughs> the kid, you would not believe how many times these kids, I'm like, guys, socks are way, there's way better stuff because I'd rather use my socks for my feet than wipe my butt. You know? I, I was talking to one of the guys at work uh, <laughs> the so other true. day, and he was like, yeah, I left a really nice beanie out in the desert one time. <laughs> I was like, you used your beanie? It was like, it was that or cut off my sleeve. I was, I was like, flip-flops. I'd rather cut off my sleeve and use my beanie. Yeah. <laughs> or you have a kid where you come back and they're like, how was that? They're like, great. And then you go over in that area and there's a pair of underwear sitting there. <laughs> Just like, I love that story. But, um, so, but yeah, but so you're a big advocate of like trying to well, set up a time. Look, well, for me personally, I, I, when I'm in the wilderness, and I'm going to be there for, you know, multiple times where I know that, you know, we're hiking. We don't have a specific place to go to the bathroom. I take the time out through my day. And mm-hmm. I say, okay, at this time, I'm going to go out. I'm going to find a good spot. And I, I, I sometimes we get people go, like, I kind of walk a little bit farther away because I, I like being alone. And I find a good spot. And I take my, I sit there for a little bit and I take my time. Um, and by doing that, I'm not rushed. I'm not stressed out. And it's very healthy bowel movement instead of I gotta go and you know strip down your yeah you know. I mean there is times when you you know have a stomach flu or something and you, you just get yeah, the grunt go. yeah. I've done that where I spray painted a couple of trees out there <laughs> like did you bury it bury what <laughs> if, if you started the show eating a sandwich have you put down, down the, the sandwich, sandwich by this time because we're going to recommend you do that yeah um, but you know and that's the thing and there's different stances though do you, the, there, there's the squat yeah, which I'm not a big fan of. There's two different variations of the squat. Oh, yeah, tell me, explain that. So there's, you have your basic squat, which I would call the catcher squat, because you're not usually on your heels for it. If you are, a, a lot of the kids would always call that an Asian squat, and I'm oh, like, yeah. no, that's just a squat, guys. But <laughs> so there's the catcher squat and everything. Mm-hmm. So you're leaned back, up on your, the balls of your feet and everything, yeah. squatted down. Usually, you know, trying to, I I actually take one hand and like pull my pants it around my ankles like forward well, to make so sure there's I knew no somebody flash else, radius. He would actually take their pants off completely. Yeah. Just I, to keep just to keep them clean, give yeah. them tape away and like, hey, I'm, I'm doing, you know, so yeah. And then the other variation is kind of like you're more leaned over on one side and if you have either a Bowie knife or a tomahawk, they are, okay, so fun fact about these two tools, right? Yeah, yeah. So I know Not only are they multi-tools for various different forms and functions, but a good tomahawk in length is about the, the length from your middle knuckle to your elbow. Okay. For from the top of the head to the end of the handle, right? For various different reasons, mm-hmm. a Bowie knife is about the same length and everything. You'll find for the Bowie knife that's the length between the armpit and the top of the belt okay. on most men's torsos. Because when it was first becoming popular and everything, uh, gentlemen needed to be armed, yes. but weren't supposed to show that they were armed. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's that length. But what I found that both of them work really, really well is you can actually set them down to your side and everything and rest your arm on them. Oh, that's nice. And so you can kind of lean, whatever side you're leaning towards, you can kind of have a little bump rest over there and mm-hmm. everything so you're not having your legs go asleep on you or trying yeah. to balance there. So if you don't have a good balance, that's a good version. Yep. Yeah. 
So the, some of the other ones I tried out and I experienced was the uh, the tripod. The tripod is where a good you one. do your two feet and you take one hand behind yeah. and you lay back like a crab kind of thing. There is then the actual crab with both hands. Crab with both hands. It's just that you're doing a bouncing act over your mess sometimes and yeah. you one sneeze and you can fall into it. So that's the one thing I don't like about it. Um, the other one I like to is the wall set. You know, basically, you know, you're thinking about the gym where you would put your back against the wall and you'd sit there. I would find like a, uh, a rock or a tree and, or something where I can lean against it. Mm -hmm. And it was more of a natural position for me. And then I, I, one I, I don't know if I am kind of, I do, I don't think anybody else really does, is where I take like a log or a rock that's sit level and I put one side of my butt cheek on it Yep. and the one other side off. Yeah. And so you're still, you know, you're going, you're doing your business, but you're, it feels more natural. Yeah, I mean, you're it's not still a, supporting your body so weight. You're, with you're else, supporting right? your body weight because that's the other thing is I hate is when you you have nothing to support. You're, you're just supporting yourself, and sometimes it gets a little you know straight. You've been there for a while too, and you're like, okay, I'm balancing over this, and I don't want to fall into it. You yeah, know, I've seen that. Um, I've I'm, seen. Oh, I was gonna say the like coup de gras king <laughs> that I found of like the natural sitting positions is to find that ever elusive. It's low-hanging tree branch yes. with a Y fork on it. Oh, yeah. I've seen that. That is nature's toilet seat. Yeah, yeah. It is beautiful. Oh, and it's actually quite comfortable. It depends on the tree, though. You don't depends on the tree. tree. But most trees are good. But if you have the, the time and everything, you that's can exactly. also scrape off the bark and stuff. Absolutely. And, yeah. Um, and, I mean, that's the thing is, in, when, you know, you, you start doing it at first, you're just, it's it's actually a stressful thing of your life. Cause you're like, oh, i got to go do this. And because the thing is, it's not you. You want to keep clean. You don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to deal with it. That's why, like with it, you know, we, we flush it and we're gone with it. We don't have to worry about it. With this, it's it's still there, and you have to still take care of it and make sure you know you don't get all over yourself and you make sure you have the right cleaning materials. And I mean, that's the other thing. It's you've done that in the snow. That's <laughs> freezing cold. I love I love snow pooing though. Well, it, it's a better clean, but it is a better. I don't clean. like putting my white ass out there in that snow. It feels you know, like so. My wife has been after this present for me for years because I've wanted it from like ten years. I've wanted this. I wanted the red, un like like underwear. Oh yeah, that, like, that's what I wore. Yeah, yeah. With the butt flap. That's in the what back. I had. You can't find them anymore. Oh. And so she found me one online that she thought was going to fit. Do you know where everything. I got mine at? Uh -uh. Yeah, the military surplus store. I've looked. They didn't have them No. Either. That's where I got mine. Yeah. Because out. I seriously spent two weeks in the winter. My body never saw the answer. So she, had, she had found one online yeah. and everything. And so it, it was uh, a large and everything. Mm -hmm. So she was like concerned it was going to be a little bit too big on me and everything. Mm -hmm. And no, I don't know what, what large meant oh, back in the forties. Mine's the same way. But it was like, a, I couldn't get it around my shoulders and yeah. like button it down. I was like, what is going on? So she now has that one. <laughs> <laughs> so good for her, but like, yeah, no, I'm still, I want to find one of those. No, Cause I'll, you're right. Like if you don't have to expose your cheeks yeah. to the cold, cause that's the worst thing in the winter. Oh yeah, no, it's, it's getting out, you know, taking your pants off in the winter time. Cause like it's, that's what's miserable because, and that's the other thing though, in the winter time you wear so many layers that yeah. it's not like, oh, pants sweating when everything tries to come off. Well, and if you have a coat that's long too, yeah. then you have to worry about flipping, flipping that up. up. Oh, like, I'll, all that stuff. So, yeah. and I've, I've done it where you're in a snowstorm. Yeah. Where do you go? You know what I mean? You know, it's miserable. Um, and that's, yeah, you no, know, but I've done that. It was the best thing I ever did in my life because I was, you know, it's miserable being naked and cold out there in the snow because mm -hmm. you have to, you know, that's, yeah. that's the thing. Um, but let, let's talk about uh, wiping material. That's something. Besides, if you didn't have toilet paper, you didn't have toilet wipe, um, uh, baby wipes or anything like that, 
pinpoint them. What would you use that would be reasonable instead of like cut so you don't have to cut off your sock? Or Are we cut. talking desert or mountains? Both. Both. I want to hear all your situations. All right. Desert, especially any desert in Utah, yes, has lambs ear. Yes. Everywhere if you know where to look. So lambs ear generally, you can find lambs ear anywhere that you're seeing heavy growth of sagebrush. Mm -hmm. Lambs ear will be there, especially if it's closer to a, like a rock formation there, mm -hmm. right? Because you're going to get more dew build up right there, and that's why you know everything's starting to grow a little bit there, a little bit more, and they get the snow runoff. Mm -hmm. So with the higher amount of water, you're going to get lambs ear. Mm -hmm. Oh, I I still like sage myself too. There's certain types of sage yeah, that are yeah. very fluffy and using and it the way like when you pull it off makes a great yeah. material so yeah but uh so those of you that don't know lambs here literally it, it's a flat leaf um you can find them up to like five inches in total length and everything mm -hmm. that's flat leaf it is so fuzzy and it feels velvety like a, like a velvet like a well they also call it cowboys to, uh, toilet paper too yeah another it, name for it oh um well and that was something else i wanted to say something i always do in the wilderness too yeah. is i would use lamb's ear or um uh, sage or pine for the most of them clean up and then when I was done about then I would take mm -hmm. toilet paper or baby wipe afterwards just, just to, to make sure you're all just the final clean yeah. because let that do the heavy duty stuff so I'm not wasting my own crap on it no pun intended and then <laughs> that was a pun intended <laughs> was I, I, just, I just actually <laughs> said that anyways but you know just to you know get all the heavy duty stuff and then save the final cleanup and then I felt so much better mm -hmm. you know, afterwards because you know you'd, there's nothing about sitting around the campfire going you know, you're doing this. Oh yeah, mural. you don't want to do the little shuffle <laughs> yeah. and everything. Or a couple of days later, the itchel. You know, I always the... call it the little kid shuffle because it's the thing you always see like little kids that <laughs> are the... just learning. To, like, yeah, 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 yeah. You see yeah. them like do the little shuffle. You're like, oh, I'm gonna have to wash those underwear twice now. No, no. Like, <laughs> oh, I just put my brand on this, my mark on this, one. right? <laughs> Oh, I'm gonna have to all throw these away. I swear, all little kids' underwear is nothing but at least I don't know about all like little girls' underwear, but all like little boys' underwear I can speak of from experience, and I have nephews, all skid marks. Oh yeah, yeah. Speaking for yourself, too, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, I, I was a little kid once. Come on, you were too. Yeah, but I knew how to. What were you born just like as a man? You came out, boom, you were a man. I'm not gonna brag or anything. <laughs> That's not what I'm here for. Um, so. No, I mean, well, that's it. Well, so I want to tell you a story about, yeah. you know, so most of the kids that we worked with were very city kids. They weren't country kids, you know, and everything like that. And I remember having this, you know, one time when I went to go use the bathroom and, and when we're, where we work out, work at, there's, it's not like other people around, we're out in the middle of nowhere. Like, I don't think people have ever seen this area, you know? Yeah. And so it's funny was I was working there and I, I see a pair of underwear sitting there, you know, and it's, you know, and because it's like bright blue or bright green underwear, you know, some kind of, and I'm like, well. That's fascinating. Like, dang it. So I go, you know, I'm like, oh, somebody left their underwear, you know, or something like this. And I walk in there, and there was a whole, uh, what you say, fruitcake inside there. You know? <laughs> it was solid. So somebody messed their pants and just got rid of their underwear and left it there, which by we can't leave garbage there. Yeah, LNT principles. Yeah, we have to. We you know we have to keep everything clean. For so. those of you that listening that don't yeah. know, leave no trace or LNT. Uh, the principles of it basically are leave a place where nobody knew that you were there when you left. Well, and that also means that if you use toilet paper or paper wipes, you have to pack it out with you. At yeah, the same time. you either have to pack it out with you, or like if they're biodegradables and you want to dig like a cat hole or a latrine, yeah. if you do it properly, you can bury them and still somebody comes over it. You're 
not going to know that you're yeah. there. But we'll go over early trains and castles yeah. here in a minute. Yeah, you can also burn it too. So yeah, yeah, that too. Do. So it anyway, horrible. Oh, I don't care. Anyways, um, made your coffee taste better. <laughs> oh, you can't ruin this coffee. Yeah, I was about to say, you that, cannot that, ruin this coffee. I'm telling you, it made, made it stronger. Anyway, I gave you a bit. Did you like it? Yeah, it was good. Yeah, it was good. Um, so I wanted to say was, um, um, so I, I see this underwear there, and I'm like, ah, dang it. And so, and the part of the group is you want people to come up with their mistakes and say, I, I, I'm going to tell you what I knew about it bef- after the end of the story. Yeah. Because this is, there's a, something I did know about this underwear specifically. But anyways, I wanted, you know, I wanted, you want the pe- kids to come up forward and say, hey, that was me. It was my Yeah, you bad. want them to take you accountability. Know, not, not to get them in trouble and say, hey, what you, you, I want you to come to me when you have this problem. This happens. I've ruined my underwear out here before too. It, it's just not you know. I let's. I want to help you in these situations. This isn't you're in trouble. You, I know you're embarrassed by it, but you don't have to tell the whole group. But but this is what we want to do. And so I I just said. So I brought the whole group over here and said, Hey guys, we can't do this. So if anybody wants to come afterwards and talk to me about it. Then we can take care of it. We'll do. You know, I don't. I know. I don't. I'm not trying to embarrass anyone. This isn't. Much. Tr- I want. Well, let's take care of it. Well, there's one kid in the group who's just. Oh, I can't believe somebody did that. That's so embarrassing. Blah 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 blah. And immediately you're honing in like you did that. Well, I'm like, okay, dude. Like, don't worry about it. And um, and he's like, oh, you know, he kept on going on. Well, the thing he didn't know was. When it they they don't bring their own clothes out, we give their clothes to them. Like they have special clothes that they're given to them. Yeah, even down to the underwear. The underwear. Well, in the group, the company I was working, we wrote their name and everything, oh, so yeah. that when we yep, washed yep. it, <laughs> he didn't know that. So the one kid, I'm like, by the way, I already knew who it was, and I wasn't trying to get them. Try- I wanted them to open up and be man. You know, we made a mistake and we need to fix it. You know, well, the kid that's making fun of everything and talking about it was his underwear and I knew it because it had his name in it. Yeah. <laughs> and so I kind of was getting sick and tired. I'm like, by the way, your name was in the underwear. And his mouth was, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> and you know, it was one of my favorite th- my things I laughed about was because I'm like, dude, like, you made a mistake. It's okay. Let's fix it. That's, that's what we're here for. You know what I mean? And it happens to everybody. It doesn't need to be embarrassing. You know, we can joke about it. We can have fun about it. We all have stories like that, you know, and, I just remember one time I was, you know, it's like I was watching this kid on Suicide Watch. So mm-hmm. you can't, you have to keep on watching him. Yeah. And um, and I'm sitting there and my stomach just starts going, you know, making that grumbling sound. And that's a warning for my body, like, you need to go. And I'm sitting there and I'm like calling staff. I'm like, I need you over here to watch this kid because I am not allowed to leave this kid. He's on Suicide Watch and, you know, and I can't leave. And I'm freaking out. I'm like doing the rock back and forth and squeezing and, you know. And the staff was doing that something important and he starts walking back and I just pointed to him and I was like over here now and I booked it I'm running no shoes on in a desert which is scary with cactus oh every yeah day. go I, heads everywhere and I don't think I even yeah. looked for somewhere to be private I just went and I literally just I just got distance distance yeah well because in the desert that's what you have to do a lot of times oh, there's yeah. not foliage cover so oh, yeah. you just walk out until everybody's like a little you know, toy There's figurine little, on yeah. the horizon. Or you, you get behind, like, a little bush. And yeah, you, you, I mean, that's really all you can do is put distance. Well, and, you know, and that's harder with, as a you know as a male adult staff and you're working at a female group, too, is you want to go a little bit farther just to be respectful and, 
you just don't want to be you trying know. to find that low, yeah, low yeah, 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 rolling little hill. hill yeah, everything. exactly. Because <laughs> they can see your head; it's fine. They yeah, can't see everything yeah, else. Well, you know, you're, you're just trying to be like, hey, this is you know, I'm not, I'm trying to have my space from you guys and everything, and mm-hmm. and it's you know, <laughs> it's like I've done that where I'm like laying almost basically because I'm like, there's nowhere else to go. You know, yeah. it's quiet. Um, and and so it's it's different, you know. Even so, when I'm in a, a female group, I like to go a little bit farther away. Because you know, the thing is, you don't want somebody accidentally walking in on you or everything. Yeah. You know, and that's you know, um, sometimes these uh, girl groups they've been traumatized by things like that, and you don't want to invoke that. Um, and th- and that's the other thing too is so when we send a kid out, they're supposed to call their name every what five seconds? Is that right? Yeah. Like you yeah. know, calling their name or start or count. Count. But yeah. Just or I tell, I just tell them sing a song, dude. Just you know, make it fun because <laughs> the thing is, we need to know that they're okay because. They're out there. They're by themselves. themselves. If they run, they're you know that's not safe for them. And also, if something attacks them, well, that's also not safe. Also, for them. you know, you work with kids that are suicidal. Yeah. Um, you work with kids that are bulimic and want to go, you know, throw up or body you, issues. I've worked with diabetic kids. Yes. And no, that's the other thing. That we had to monitor their levels consistently. Yeah. And you know, and that's what you're trying to tell them. It's like, hey guys, it's for safety. I know it's weird, but we got to do it. Yeah. And it's like, just call your name. You know, and it doesn't have to be like, but like, just let us know, you know, like, let me know you're there because if I don't hear you and I call you, if I got to keep on calling your name, it's just, it's more stressful for me because I don't want to walk up on you. Yeah. I don't want to see anything. I don't want, it's not, it's not a great moment in your life. <laughs> you know, it's like, I want to, and I've had that times where I'm like, the kid's not calling his name and you just get so mad because you're like, hey dude, I don't want to come over there. So then you're going to grab, I, I always grab the first aid kit with me to say, hey, I'm grabbing a first aid kit, I'm gonna go over there, and I'm calling their name while I'm walking over there, and then they're like, you know, you're like 20 feet away, and they're like, oh, I'm like, <laughs> like, thank you. Um, you're like, why, you know, and they're like, oh, I just think it's stupid. I'm like, yeah, I get it, it's annoying, but it helps me out, makes my life, you know, makes my job a little bit easier, I don't have to, you know, worry about you. But yeah, that so that was something you always had, or you have some kid that's like, when we kind of do our camping areas, we kind of have like our own little spots, you know, kind of separated from each other. And then I'd have some kid like, I'm going to go to use the bathroom. Like, okay. And then he like walks over to my camping area. I'm like, what are you doing over there? That's where I sleep. Don't you, like, you can see my tent. Like, get, go. Like, get out of here, dude. Get away from the the group, you know. Um, but I did have to say, I think the worst was wintertime. Because mm. everybody would pee. And it wouldn't really. Yellow spots everywhere. Well, like, it, it would make like this dart pattern, you know, like a, like a dartboard around your freaking camp. And I'm like, hey, guys. We're gonna be here for two or three days. Like, yeah, maybe walk a little farther. Walk a little farther. It's all right. It's, I know it's yeah. cold, but just go because I don't want ten feet away from my camp. I don't want anything that close, you know, because we're we're gonna be dealing with that, and it's not going away. You know, it's not. Sometimes with the dirt, it can kind of evaporate or get into with the snow. It's not going anywhere. Yeah. So, oh yeah, um, so many fun stories. I think the worst one though is when I went and I uh, went to go to the bathroom and. And then I looked about five feet away from me was a Mojave green rattlesnake. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> uh, that really helped with the bowel movement. I was, <laughs> I was really impressed how good I did that, really. My yeah. doctor would have been proud of me. That's the nature's fiber, is what I always say. Um, didn't He was just sitting there enjoying the sun, but man, 
I flipped out because I was like, there's no way I'm dying Betty like Elvis. But he wasn't sticking his tongue out to taste the air right there. No, 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 no. But I was no way I was dying like Elvis. I was getting out of there. So, I, <laughs> so when I was out in the field one time uh, with a different wilderness company, it was like when I was on that like three month stint with yep. the other company and everything. Um, I actually, and this ties in with proper like cleanup and why you properly clean up and everything and especially mm. like you know use soap in the snow or soap and water to still wash your hands afterwards yes, absolutely so you know we used to you're working with kids and everything you're, you're trying to reinforce when they do something good and everything and, and that you know you have the connection so you know you're throwing high fives around and everything and this was the last week I ever gave a kid a high five <laughs> <laughs> yep you'll learn so you'll learn yeah so I gave him a high five and this is the week I found out that everybody has trace amounts of fecal matter on their hands. Mm -hmm. Always. Yeah, no matter what. Yeah, yeah, no matter what. You just have it. You'd be surprised, like, how much of it is, like, on your clothes or this and that and everything. But, yeah, trace amounts of fecal matter and everything. And I've forgotten to wash my hands before eating. It's common while it you're out there. I'm, it happens. You got right? the fecal finger. Yeah. And so somehow I got some of their fecal matter somehow because it can be microscopic. Yeah. So affect mm -hmm. you. Um, it basically ingested and everything and I got um, sick out there and everything now we also were drinking from a stream that uh, we had been told but um, from the park ranger service was a clean stream and didn't need to be disinfected or anything like yeah. that and so we're like okay cool we're drinking from the stream because it's kind of fun when you know that oh, the stream is right there and it's perfect and, and it's good fresh water yeah. and it's clean yeah it's great yeah, yeah. well Apparently there had to have been a beaver upstream too and everything. So basically, long story short, ended up having Jardia really bad, uh, and and you know the runs, and I got this on like third day out. Oh gosh, my sleeping bag, my pants, my shorts, and the back of my jackets. Like, I remember we were snowshoeing because it was winter, so yep. it sucked. Uh, we were snowshoeing, and it's just was running down water and I couldn't stop it while we're snowshoeing. It would just keep doing this. Yeah. I mean, I was so sick. Mm -hmm. And I remember like, you know, we finally are hiking back on, on the road back to the actual like vans to where we can drive back to base camp, you know, it's the end of the week kind of thing. And it's right next to a lake, like a little lake thing where the vans finally yeah. were everything and there was a dumpster there because it was next to a campground <laughs> and stuff like that and so i had like radioed ahead for <laughs> the because they had to come drop off the yeah, the and, stuff, yeah. and i was like okay in my i had a ford bronco at the time amazing vehicle but i have extra clothes in there i was like please put extra clothes of mine in the van drive it out and everything the other staff i only had one other staff with me he was doing a fantastic job of mm -hmm. like you know, not making a big deal about it. Yeah. We were actually working with an autistic spectrum group. Oh, cool. And so, like, I don't, I don't know if this is just my personal experience with autistic spectrum groups, but I'm like, they don't have a mean bone in their body. No, they don't. It, it's fantastic. They don't. And so, like, nobody was, like, poking fun at me or anything like that. They were cool with me just being, you know, the caboose in the hiking line and yeah. stuff like that. And, but, yeah, I remember we got there, and I had him... Uh, put all the kids in the van and drive up the road and I took a bar of soap and I just walked into the lake and everything <laughs> and just 
scrubbed every because I was about a day now of being good. Yeah. And I just scrubbed everything but down and everything. I took the the clothes that had no hope anymore, mm-hmm. and I threw them oh, yep. into the dumpster. Done that. Done that. And I took a, a trash bag out of the van and put my sleeping bag in the trash bag, thinking I was going to save it. I ended up throwing that sleeping bag away. Well, like you know, I always tell people is anything that you really love and respect, like like gear. Yeah. Don't take it to the wilderness. Always take something you can willing to throw away. Cause well, yeah, and so like, like the pants, like yeah. I, I never wear nice pants out at the wilderness. No, I always no. wear pants that I can get torn up and not care. Well, you don't want it. Like that's the same thing with like my rule with sunglasses and just normal. I don't buy expensive sunglasses because I break them and I make, I scratch them. And I'd get, I've done that once. I got so mad because I'm like, I paid like a hundred bucks for these sunglasses and I just ruined them. I yeah, I actually have the opposite effect with so sunglasses. I think, I think it's funny. Cause so, yeah. I, so like Neil, De, Neil deGrasse Tyson, shout out to him. Mm-hmm. Love listening to him. But he, he you know, talks about um, he carries fountain, like very expensive fountain pens. Uh-huh. And the reason he carries them is because he never loses his pens that way because he's not loaning them out. And, you know, he always puts them in the exact same pocket. They're expensive. He, he cherishes them so he doesn't lose them, right? Yeah. And so for me, like, I'm the same way with sunglasses. Like, I have a pair of uh, Jubos, mm-hmm. which are, like, high-dollar mountaineering sunglasses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't pay full price for them and everything, but they're still high-dollar. Exp- yeah, yeah. yeah high-value sunglasses. And I've had those since 2017, so I've had them three years. See, that's what, I don't lose them. No, so it's for me personally, I just, like, when we, like, would you go to that? I'm like, oh, I'm going to go to the All Star, buy a couple yeah. pairs of sunglasses, because I don't care. I'm, you know, they're going to protect you as long as they're UV yeah. protected. And then, so if I break them or scratch them, I'm like, yeah, throw them away. I'm fine with that. You know, I, I don't mind throwing away $5 sunglasses or something like that. So I, I, no, I tell on. that story, though, just for the sake of, like, moving into, like, you know, we're talking about cleanup yeah. and everything here. No, that's so, what I think is really important. Yeah, so that's including you need to be able to wash your hands somehow, whether that's soap and snow. Um, I, I'm not a big fan of hand sanitizer on the trail, only because if you have crap on your hands, and it's, you not, get, coming it's not coming off with the hand you sanitizer. You know, I, saw, I saw a lot of, fa- I mean, you can uh, watch all these videos of people like tips for that. Um, one of the ones I think is fascinating was I knew a person who would take a potato peeler mm-hmm. and they would, or even like a cheese grater with a big slice on yeah. it. They take a bar of soap and they would slice their soap. Yeah, and then when and they would put in a little thing, and then they would take one slice, and then they would wash their hands with that one slice. That's fascinating. I yeah. did not know that. No, yeah, yeah, it was really cool because it was just thin pieces. They would just take a soap bar and they would slice it. That's awesome. And, yeah, and then they would um, actually because um, I always felt like Doctor Bronner's a little too like it's the one all backpackers. Yeah, use, yeah, but yeah. It, It's a little too harsh on my skin a little bit. No, that's true. Dar- and well, and what's nice about Doctor Bronner's is it's all natural and it's um, and it's it's biodegradable. Yeah. And that's another thing you got to worry about because with our LNT. We, you know, there is certain rules that in different areas we have to follow. You know, yeah. when you're doing backpacking, like sometimes you're not allowed that. I was actually really fascinating. One of the people, my first place I worked at, their parents owned a soap factory. Mm-hmm. And so they would give us test products to use on soap to see how it would work out there. Yeah, yeah. They were trying to do, open up a line for hiking. You know, they would make stuff like that. Um, I mean, that was the one. Uh, the other one I've seen that I've never tried it myself, but they would say you take wax paper, lay it on a cookie sheet, and then you take like uh, Dawn soap. Yeah. And you would pour it on there and let it smooth out until it dries up. Then you cut it out, and then it's like its own little sponge. And you would put like fold it up. That's cool. Yeah, I've seen that one. It was really fast. We fa- should I've, experiment. We with should that. try it. I've yeah, never. I haven't awesome. done it because because yeah. that's the thing is you know you don't. It's just the same thing as when you're using the bathroom here. Is you don't want to. I mean, especially you know, you're hearing this about this coronavirus. You know, spreading diseases and everything. Um, and the wilderness situation, it spreads a lot faster because people tend not to think they're you know clean cleanier you know being out there. Yeah, and. And that's something you always have to try to tell people. It's like, hey, no, we should be cleaning. We should be washing our hands and washing them correctly. And it's because I feel like sometimes it's just a little hard to do, harder to do out there. But 
you know, you know, wash your hands with uh, soap and. Well, sometimes it's a little harder to want to do too. You know, yeah. if you're if you have to remain disciplined on it, if you're in a really cold environments. Yeah, which is like miserable, that. and it's snowing, and you're yeah. putting cold water on your hands. It does not help. Well, the other thing too is, you know, sometimes your water is valuable out there. Yeah. And they're like, well, I don't want to waste the water and wash my hands. I'm like, no, 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 I want you to use the water on your hands because you get you keep any kind of fecal matter and you pass it around. You're making it, it's way more miserable in every second because yeah. like, you're not going. You know, we got a stomach flu. Well, and how many times have you read historical accounts of now the camp got dysentery? Yes, abs- this, absolutely, you know, absolutely. It's the same thing. It still happens, and you know, and that's the thing is there's so. I mean, you know, the liquid Bronner soap too is really nice mm-hmm. to use, and I've had that because it's also very. You know, it's also a body soap too at the same sense. So. Yeah. Um, so we've talked uh, about like, you know, different like positions to go in we've talked about now clean up and stuff uh i just before we move on from that um you know we had talked about the pine needles and everything and stuff like that mm-hmm. and up in up in the mountains actually like juniper bark that i've softened up yes. just like if you were going to make it into like a nice bird's nest for fire well also works great i've actually wet and it got it wet yeah and that works really well yeah, too it it's, does, it's, it's clean up oh yeah yeah, yeah. well I almost think we should almost write a book of like sitting positions and <laughs> no seriously it because would be fun, right? because like that's something a lot of people worry about and that was me too was like oh how am I going to use the bathroom yeah. out here um, you know so, and there, there's a pro- I've been up in the uh, the high Sierras and the the rule for that one because you can't dig a hole to bury it yeah so this is, which is gross I I can't believe this is the way to do it so you're supposed to go to the bathroom and then you take like a big rock and you smear. Oh, I've heard of yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. So that's what you're. Smears. You have to smear it, and I'm like, I don't want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't even. Mind. Like, you know, you tell people like, oh yeah, that's the, that's the problem. I'm like, who who? Okay, who really cry? Can we can we sit down and think about this a little bit longer? Like, what we can do? like <laughs> why is smearing the technique that works? But no, um, yeah. There's, so, uh, I the Aboriginals in mm-hmm. certain tribes, uh, um, in Australia, used to have what they called second harvest where they would eat <laughs> again if you haven't put down the sandwich put it down for the section at least i'm sorry i my mind sorry go on, go on so they call it second harvest and so certain things that they eat the seeds like the outer shell will you know be used up in the body but the actual like inner seed won't on the first passing so they'll pee on a rock and spread or not pee they'll poop on a rock and spread it and then come back like two days later when it's all dried out and like pick through it and get all the seeds that didn't <laughs> process and then re-eat them. They call it second harvest. I don't, I, I don't know I, what Aboriginal see, groups See, are, I call that Australia a bird feeder this, and I give it, I leave that to the birds <laughs> to pick through yeah. it. So, um, but, so we talked about, you know, the positions. We talked a little bit about cleanup. Let's talk about camp location and how to actually like set yes. up your, your holes and everything like that. Well, so that, that's something I want to talk about because, you know, we, we call it, say, digging a cat. Mm-hmm. And that means, you know, you're getting a little cat hole, like, you know, your cat daring, burying. Yeah. And the best rule of thumb I've ever gotten to how deep to bury was the same di- deepness as your Nalgene because everybody usually has a Nalgene water bottle yeah. or they know the, the size of a Nalgene. And that was very useful for me as information because you're like, oh, dig it 16 by, you know, whatever. And I'm like, no, but I can't measure Especially it. if you just gave everybody one of the tall boy ones and everything. Yeah. They're like 13 <laughs> inches. Like, you're getting down there. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, you know, and that's the thing is you try to tell people it's like, um, you know, that, you know, it's a really good, useful, and, and you know, and you dig that deep. And usually, and I, I sometimes, if it's 
um, a little dry. I like to put some water in there to help it break down a little bit more too, just yeah. to keep it. Yeah. Um, and then in that, and how far away from camp? Because I think in the Bible, they even they even there's a scripture I I've wanted to read that they talk about when during Moses' time. Mm. Kind of weird. Why we always talk about Moses a little bit. Um, but they do a thing about how to poop. Oh yeah. There's a scripture mm-hmm. on that. I think that's fascinating. Where they like take a paddle and walk out this many far out from the, the group and everything. There was something about cleanliness still out there. Um, and so I think it's very useful. So what are, what are some of the things that you should watch out for when you're using that? Um, so you want to make sure if you're near a water source or if you're near where a water source could form. Like so if, if you got spring runoff that's going to be coming directly through that area or anything like that. Like you want to be mindful not to be close to the, to the water. And I've heard different like you know lengths that you need to be away from water i've heard like it needs to be like 100 yards or 200 yards i've heard 50 feet and everything i just say go the opposite direction of the water until like you can't really see the water that's not that's kind of the easiest way to put it now obviously if you're in the desert like around like lake powell or something like that you're going to be able to see the water for a ways so just keep going yeah you know but not don't go a mile off. Oh, and don't be in a dry riverbed that can fill up. Yeah, and that's too. the second part, those, too. Because people like those areas because they're, 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 they're indent and they can cover. And they're so easy to, to dig. dig. But yeah. that's the thing is you don't want to be in those areas. Yeah, because if when it floods, not if, but when it floods and yeah. everything, if your stuff's not 100% broken down, which in the desert it, it won't, won't be, no. then you're just adding to more of the mess. They're going to look like King Tut you know, after 2000. That's what your poop's going to look like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so be a dried, mummified thing. So, yeah, you said, that, you know at least analogy down there i think i say you know go away from water also go in a different direction of wherever you're going to be cooking so like yeah everybody breaks the rule uh of like don't cook like right in camp and everything like that like so many of us especially if we're in a group we make that central fire we cook around the central well, fire. well it's, it's always fascinating how the fire is always the central camp yeah no matter if you try it or not it is always the central but if you do have a, a separate like cooking area and everything from camp and everything mm-hmm. make sure you're not next to camp make sure that and the last portion i say is check which way the winds are coming from oh yeah yes winds can shift and everything but if you know that you're in the time of year and the Wind area that coming. you're going to have the wind coming primarily from the northeast or something like make sure that you you know are, are not going to have that scent waft yes into camp well there there's the other one called the latrine which is where mm-hmm. you basically because if this is an area where this you want to use this if you have a lot of people or if you're staying there a long time and you're staying there for a long time and there's not a lot of places to go yeah and so what you do is you dig a latrine which is three feet uh along and three feet deep right is that a latrine or is that no it doesn't have to be three feet deep um well, how deep should you be so now? it's supposed to be uh 12 to 16 inches deep okay so a foot to foot and a half and you got it right on the three feet long three feet long yeah um but what people don't talk about is the width Right? That's what I was at, so yeah. So since it's a, a trench, the reason for it is so that way you can squat one foot on either side of the trench yes, and everything, yes. and it, it flows right in. And so really, width-wise, you only need to be six to eight That's what, inches. yeah, exactly. No, because that's the thing is some people make them really wide. I'm like, no, no, i got to be able to get my feet across. I'm yeah, not doing splits I, I don't want to do the splits. splits on this thing. Up, yeah. You know, I don't want to brag or anything, but I yeah. can do it. I just don't want to be doing it on the note. Can you really do the splits? No, heck no. <laughs> I can barely tie my shoe. Um, anyway, um, but that that was another um, position I forgot to mention was the one where you just hold onto the branch and lean mm-hmm. back. Yeah. And lean back. Just make sure the branch is really strong. It can hold you. <laughs> or like the trunk. The trunk or something or like yeah. something you can hang on to. Because that's right, nice for the latrine is when they have something like that where you can hold on to and everybody can use it correctly. And then the other thing is also is making sure when you're done, you just throw a little bit of dirt on it or something like that. Don't put too much dirt. I've had that where some kids like, 
they they dig this you know hold the train and then one kid uses it and then he buries like 75 percent of it. yeah <laughs> You're like no 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 we got to use this for what like you just wasted all that you know that's a lot of room i don't want to look at your stuff but just cover it up a little bit. And well, and when it's going back to cat holes and everything, when you're digging the cat hole, mm -hmm. the dirt that you took out is the same dirt you should put back. And yeah. then an extra is if you can find a rock, like put a rock on top. But make sure, don't don't be that guy. Like make sure that you dig your poop holes, whether it's a latrine or a cat hole, make sure that you dig them deep enough because nobody wants to be hiking in the that area and step down and then oh. squish. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's a bad day. Oh, yeah. That's a bad day. Nobody likes that day. So um, one thing, though, that I would like to, to hit, um, I know we're kind of falling short on, on time a little bit here, but one thing I'd like to hit uh, that a lot, I, don't, I don't think a lot of people think about either, um, how do you have feminine cleanliness on trail and everything as well, far as like with, you know, tampons and pads and stuff like that? Because mm -hmm. that's also you know, something that oh, absolutely. In, in our daily life gets switched out, mm -hmm. you know, around the, you know, the same well, area. Well, I mean, I'm not a professional in this, but I've worked with females before. And um, and that's the thing is for females, it's actually harder to keep clean, 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 cleaner out there. Yeah. Um, and being, um, because, you know, they have to deal with other issues. Um, some of the fascinating things that I've seen work because uh, working with women in the wilderness, you guys get very into each other's personal space and how they do things and so it's not but um i, I had a friend who um she would uh when she would go uh pee she would use a handkerchief mm. there's another one of drip dry too for females yeah um kind of hard for us males to think that we just pee and shake it and we go you know we're done and hey, no matter how much you shake and dance and those and last two drops always fall on your pants that's right that's right you get older that gets more <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay. the, uh, but you know that's something and so uh some of the techniques you know some people does an air dry they wait there for a couple minutes and that's nice um one fascinating one was uh this woman always kept a handkerchief on the back of her backpack yeah and you know she's like don't touch the handkerchief <laughs> she's like whatever that's a good technique they, to keep kids from touching the pack it was but so what she would do she would use her handkerchief after you know just for you know peeing but then she would take a little water and she'd wash off it and let it, you know, dry off in the sun, you know, desert and everything in that sense. And um, that was really fascinating to me. Um, and then, especially in the wilderness, especially in this day and age, we're, we're going more uh, away from uh, the tampons. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, you can still use. They've got those those diva cups. I worked, diva, with, I they, worked with a, uh -huh. a girl who, she brought out a, a diva cup and a, a shiwi. Like, Bless you. <laughs> no, so a shiwi is kind of cool, right? So a shiwi allows... Uh, a girl to to pee standing up like a guy would. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. One of those things. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that actually was was fascinating and everything because she was like, no, I don't have to like go and like completely like drop my trousers and everything. No, and, which like, is nice. Yeah. Yeah. She could just like go off, do her thing real quick, come back. Like it made the it expedited the process. Took a little bit of practice, is what I was oh, told. Oh sure. But, like sure. It expedited the process, right? Um, but uh, she also used a diva cup mm -hmm. and everything, which um, I as I understand it, is kind of like a cup that kind of like catches everything, yes. everything. And then like, you know, you empty the cup out and everything. It's supposed to be like antimicrobial and stuff like that. And it's, it can be washed out really easy yeah. and stuff like that. And so she would, when she was using, she would time her cat hole digs and everything yeah. to about when she should be emptying that. And so she would, what she would do is actually empty it first. Like mm. after she dug the hole, she'd empty it first and then do her number two business on top of it. 
And I asked her why, and she said because uh, the the blood and everything, she didn't want to be on top and attract animals to coming and like digging it digging up, it up no, and stuff true. like that. And so having the the poop on top actually like help hide uh, that. The other one I, I saw, the, I've I never. Was fascinating. They were always they're talking about uh, was a sea sponge kind of type. So it would take the thing of a tampon would be a sea sponge kind of designed for that. Oh, and, yeah, yeah. and it's reusable and washable, which I, I don't know. But yeah. Um, I kind of feel like we should get a female to talk more. We, we should, we should. I, I, but I think you know. I mean, this is what yeah. we have right now. I mean, yeah. sorry, we did want to talk about these things because we are we're different, and it's something that most of us guys we just don't think about. We yeah. never, we don't think about the opposite end sex and how is it different for them compared to us. You know, I carry um, about three or four different tampons yes. in my med kit and everything, and they're not. For nosebleeds, even though I tend to use them. Well, they're good for, for that too, they but they're but they are because you think is you work with females and sometimes they don't have the things that they're. Necessary. Or sometimes they start while they're on trail and didn't think they were going to. Or, or something well, like that, you've worked so. with girls who have never even gone through their yeah. fur, and that sometimes it's it's a hard experience. I mean, that's why you're glad to have female staff to help them with that. But you know, you you want to make sure because sometimes it's just stuff you don't think about even for a weekend trip. You know, like oh, I didn't think I was going to start, and then they do. You know, yeah. and, you want, and the thing is about keeping being clean. This is something that we deal with on a natural basis, and it's just, it's hard. And you yeah. talked about those biodegradable wipes earlier, and yes. they do make feminine products that are biodegradable. Oh, do they? Okay. Um, yeah, actually, most of them, uh, most of the, like, the tampons and everything are just, like, cotton. Yeah. Well, it's the, it's the garbage of the plastic and the yeah. thing. Those are but the they things. make tampons that don't have the, the plastic applicator. Oh, good, good. Yeah, okay. you just, like, insert them. I don't know. I don't buy them. Well, I don't know. Because I, well, I, I like so I like some of the medical stuff on trail and everything, and I yeah. want everybody out there to be safe and be healthy Absolutely. and be comfortable and everything. And that's part of it is if you, if you have females on trail. But that also, you know, it inclu includes the guys and everything. A lot of guys would take, um, ba uh, was it the baby powder mm -hmm. and everything like that, you know, on cleanup and everything. And before they started hiking again and everything, like, Toss a little bit of baby powder. Oh yeah, no, it's good. Well, you just you know you want to keep that dry yeah. as much as possible because you spent you're sweating a lot and yeah. that causes a lot of problems and you want to keep it clean. That's the thing is because the other thing is you know when you sweat and you don't that's the thing is you tell people change your underwear regularly or wash them out because when you sweat and it dries, that's all salt crystals in there and you're basically having shards of microscope and that's rubbing inside. Your oh underwear. yeah, I don't I don't wear cotton. I only wear like. The compression shorts, the um, I, I the just go commando now. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> but no, I only wear the compression shorts, and that works out rather well. Yeah. Um, because well, you can actually flip those inside out. Yeah. And so you have two days off of each one. It sounds <laughs> stupid, right? It sounds like oh, you yeah. just sound lazy. But, I just flip my flip mine inside but out. But no, I'm serious. When I was on trail, <laughs> that's why I would do it. So I'd wear one pair and flip them inside out the yeah. next day. And so you know, unless they got like super dirty or something like that. But then you can um, have them on the back of your pack or... Yeah, like, well, that's the other thing is, you know, I've, I've done that too where you, you wash day. your underwear and then you flip them on your backpack and let them, you know, dry out. And it's really, they work out really nice yeah. and it's clean and it's just its own natural. I've done that before where I've washed my clothes and with biodegradable soap and try to clean everything up and make everything because sometimes that's all you can do, you know, and you want to make the best out of it and wear, you know, wear them longer and better. So, no, I totally agree with yeah. you. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else that we should mention. Oh, oh. I can think of two things we should mention real quick. <laughs> no pun intended. No pun intended. <laughs> so, uh, the first thing up. is in snow, you can save the baby wipes and everything by making a snow potato to wipe with. You yes. literally pack a snowball in the shape of like a curved potato. Like a shovel. That's what I kind of do. Like a yeah. spear point. Yeah. And 
So that's your baby wipe and like toilet paper all in one. But there is up. one rule that if you ever wipe with snow, you have to give your warrior cry while you're wiping. <laughs> you're going to give it anyway. You're going to so do cold. it anyway, so you might as well <laughs> make it sound manly because I, my first time I was like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> the, the second thing that I want to mention is, you know, it it's probably one of your most relaxing, like, during your day to day, it's probably when you're most relaxing, like events, right? Well, it should be. That's what it we're should saying. be. Yeah, yeah. And so, in the wilderness, it shouldn't be any different or anything. Yeah, there's like a little bit of a different setup to like get it done, but it should still be kind of a relaxing experience. And if you're out there and you're already trying to enjoy nature, I say find a poo with a view. Oh yeah. You know, if you can find something where, you know, so it, like if I'm up in the mountains and everything, and I can have a nice setup and everything, and I can do my business and everything. Oh, I'm going to make sure I can see the well, mountains I and mean, the streams. Enjoy. The, you're doing an experience that a lot of people don't get to experience. So yeah. have fun with it, too, at the same time. You know, enjoy it and make it beautiful. And Because that's the other thing is, especially men in their older age, is a lot of them actually do die on the toilet because they stress themselves. Yeah. And strain this. And that's the thing is, you, you know, you learn when you get older, you need to be more easy, relaxing doing that and everything and not less strainful. And take, take it all in. Yeah. I mean, because like I tell people, it's like, I get to do things, you know, you're going to do something that nobody, like not a lot of people get to do. So enjoy it and then enjoy the view, you know, do it in the sunset and watch it and, you know, watch exactly. it. Go. You know, I think I totally agree with that hundred percent. Yeah. And go before you go into your sleeping bag and everything because well, you can get that stuff out of you. Your body doesn't well, have to keep it up That's the hardest one, especially in the winter is, you, you know, when you, you have to go pee in the middle of the night. Yeah. People are like, you're holding it, fighting it, and you just want to go. I, I promise you guys, I it, it took me forever to figure that, just go. Go get up. I know it's going to be cold, but once you let that go, your body because your body because ninety eight point six degrees, mm. you have to keep your urine at that heat heat at the same time, and you're working extra to keep that warm with your poop as well. Yeah. yeah, and so if you let that go, your body doesn't have to work on that energy, and it can keep you warm in your sleep bag. And because you know you wake up in the middle of the night like oh I want to go I want to go I'm like stop just go I tell and you know go use that it's going to be uncomfortable, but once you're back in, you're so much happier and you can actually sleep. I tell people that all the time. It's just just do it because you're going to be in the long run. It's going to be better than fighting it. You know, four o'clock in the morning waiting for sunrise. Um, and you know, it's it's a fascinating. You have to change because you know you, you sit at home. You got to go out bathroom in the middle of the night. You get up. You put on your slippers and you go to the bathroom. Yeah. And the toilet seat's kind of still warm and everything. Or this, you you got to do something different. I, I did every day the time I, I went out in the middle of a snowstorm and I got lost after I went to the bathroom. No. Oh yeah, yeah. I I so I I, I got up in the middle of the night and. Um, Went to go use the bathroom, and it was you know it was it's snow blowing you know blizzard. Mm-hmm. I walked out you know go out a few away feet away and go to the bathroom. I get up, I couldn't find camp. And instead of in the way you don't you do it is you don't just walk straight into one direction. You walk in a circle and you get bigger and bigger. Yeah. So you run it. That's how you do it. I did that for like half an hour and I couldn't find. I didn't bring a flashlight with me or anything. And yeah, I'm, just, yeah. I'm freaking out, and I didn't want to say anything. I was embarrassed telling everybody I was lost. And so I just said, hey, there's a cougar. Everybody, there's a cougar. Everybody, protect yourselves. And they all woke up, and they all, and I knew where camp was. <laughs> that so is so easy. I said, oh, I ran off. We're good. Because <laughs> I was too embarrassed to tell them that the, you know, the, the skilled guy got lost. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got some embarrassed moments, but that's what I did. Because, but that, it happened. So, uh, yeah, so next time I made sure I really found myself. I made, made sure I went. But, um, you know, those things happen too. But um, Well, um, and, and a lot of times you'll have people like, you know, that's why get, you call your name when you're yeah, going in the bathroom. Exactly. But you'll you'll have like people like get the squirts or something like that, and oh, yeah. they got to go, or you know, you just couldn't get out there fast enough before you had to go. Like yeah, it yeah. snuck up yeah, on you. Yeah. 
do your business, dig your cat hole next to it. It's gonna be nasty, but take a stick, roll it into. Oh the yeah, cat yeah, absolutely. Hole, like, well, you know what? Honestly, sometimes like people, I'm like, I'm not really good at aiming. You can see me when I shoot archery or I throw axes or shoot. I'm not really good with aiming. <laughs> and, um, and that was the other thing is sometimes I'm like, yeah, I got that hole there, but don't try to. Don't don't worry about getting laser sight on in there. You know, yeah. just worry. Don't worry about it afterwards. It sticks just fine, and just take care of it. Because like that's the other thing too is it's like, don't make it stressful. Yeah. <laughs> like you know so, uh, yeah, and that's why I tell people all the time. It's like yeah, it happens. Just kick it in. You know, yeah. <laughs> put it in with the golf club. And so, but uh, yeah. yeah. Well. Well, if you guys have any other questions, you want to share any stories, please do it on wildergents at gmail.com. Um, I think we should do a thing where we do uh, poses in the bathroom, put pictures up or something like that with our pants on, okay, people? <laughs> I know that one guy you out gotta there. you got to pay extra for the other yeah, one. Yeah, I know that one guy out there is going to be like, hey, you know, I'm like, I don't want to see that. But, you know, just That'd to show fun, yeah. show us our, you know, your skills. And, I mean, because it is a, a topic that people don't like to talk about. I think we can make it fun. It's poop jokes, you know, fart jokes. We can make those jokes. You know, and if you send us an email with, like, a funny, like, you know, story or something like that oh, when you're out there and it pertains to the topic or something like that, go ahead and send us that email. Um if it's funny, we will probably read it. Oh yeah, we'd on, love to on the show and everything, just to kind of give a nice laugh for everybody and kind of share your story and credit you for that. Absolutely, um, you know, because we want people to, you know, it's we want to learn from each other and everything, oh, and, and that's the whole thing is about laughing and enjoying, making fun of our most embarrassing things. And I think because if we can make fun of them, then it's not as embarrassing anymore. Because, you know, it, it always happens. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So yeah. Um, please write us at uh, wildergents at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you guys and any personal stories or any advice or questions about this or any other questions or something you guys want to talk about in the future. Please let us know. And thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. We really appreciate it. Please, if you enjoyed it, share it with your friends. Maybe they'll enjoy the outdoor topics that we're talking about and we can all enjoy the outdoors together. Yeah, we're wildergents and we're number one when it comes to number two. <laughs> that was nice. <laughs>